All right. Are we ready to hop into this? This has been a great series that Pastor Jerry has been leading us through, um, and we're going to continue that today. Well, a few weeks ago, um, if you live here in Florida, you, we, got to experience Hurricane Ian. A lot of fun. Yay. We obviously had a lot of rain, a lot of wind, Wind and many people in Central Florida experienced some crazy flooding and are still experiencing some, some flooding. It seems like some of the water is going down, but it's still flooding all over the place. It's been, it's been pretty crazy. And I'm not discounting what we've experienced, but when you see the devastation over in Fort Myers, it's like it's mind-blowing what's going over there. It's heartbreaking what they must have experienced going through this. You know, I watched a video of a lady Maybe you saw this video, a video of a lady floating in her inflatable pool inside her home and literally right beside her. She's like, yep, and there's my refrigerator. So she's in her inflatable pool. Her refrigerator is floating next to her. As you can see, the waves crashing against the outside of her windows at her house. I mean, it's unreal. Some of these videos that have been coming out. Have you ever been caught in a storm like that? where you were literally scared for your life, where you were so afraid, it's like, I don't know that we're going to make it because, because they can be scary like that. You know, where it feels like things were out of your control and you had really no idea what to do. Like, you, I, like the lady floating in the pool, what else can you do? There's another video of a guy floating on a couch. I don't know how the couch floated, but he floated on his couch for like four hours inside of his house. There's no, you're out of control. You have really no idea what, what you're going to do in that moment. You know, I remember when Hurricane Irma came through, I believe it was 2017, um, and a lot of the effects of that storm were, were felt in the evening, I remember. And I know we were on, like, the right side of that storm, so there was also concerns that we would have um, uh, some tornadoes. And since it kind of came through in the middle of the night, I remember my two youngest, Sophie and Wade, um, they, were, they were pretty scared. And because the house that we lived in was a two-story house. The house we lived in at the time, two-story house. The second floor is all wood frame. And it literally felt like the walls were going to blow off. The pressure, just the change, everything felt so weird. And they were, they were kind of freaking out. So I'm thinking, okay, what can we do? Well, we had a bathroom downstairs on our first floor that was underneath the stairs. And I thought, well, that's probably the safest place to go is under the stairs. So um, Lori and I calmly and quickly took them to the bathroom that was under the stairs because what we wanted to do is we wanted to help them feel safe. And we knew that we had to stay calm to then try to help them stay calm. We knew for their sake we would need to help lead them by being calm through that storm. And obviously we all survived that night, and the house did too, no electricity, but we survived. But you know, the truth is, as a hurricane can be scary, those are not the only kinds of storms that, that come into our lives, that we face in our lives. There are many other storms that will come into our lives. There, and when they do, it's typically they just they come unexpectedly. We didn't know that they were going to be here, and boom, the storm is here. Maybe it's a marriage storm. It could be a career storm, a financial storm. It could be a health storm. 
And when these storms come into our lives unexpectedly, we then feel like we are completely out of control. We don't know what to do. It's hard to like manage this situation or we try to feel we're going to need to manage it. It's easy to feel like we are completely powerless in those moments. And it's natural to be afraid when that happens. And look, you may be here today or watching online. You may be finding yourself right now in the middle of an unexpected storm. The storm is hit and you are you're feeling this storm, and it wasn't expected. And metaphorically, the rain is coming in. The, the, the wind is blowing all around you. The water's rising, and you're freaking out inside. And you're stressing out. You're worried. You're afraid. And really, what, when those storms come, it feels like you have lost control. Well, here's what I want you to know this morning. If you find yourself right now that you're in the middle of a storm, what I want you to know is that you are not alone. You're not alone. As we've been in this series and we're talking about who Jesus is, what you have to understand about Jesus is that he is with you in the middle of your storm. And what he wants to do is he wants to calm the storm for you. He wants to exchange the fear that you have right now, whatever that fear might be in this storm, he wants to exchange it for peace. And that's why today as we continue our This is Jesus teaching series, we're going to look at a fascinating story about Jesus that we find in the New Testament of the Bible, where Jesus is actually caught in the middle of a dangerous storm. And here's what I hope this morning as we're sharing, you know, when, when, I, when I'm up here and I'm sharing with you, I really want this to be a time where you can actually take this and do something with it and live it out when we're done, get some application. And so from this story, what I hope that you will gain is it, and develop a deeper understanding of who Jesus is. And we're also going to develop a deeper, hopefully a deeper trust in him to get us through our own storms. So I want to set the scene here for you, what's going on in this, the scripture we're going to be talking about today. You see, Jesus has been teaching all day in these large crowds, and he's exhausted and he wants to get away. So he and the disciples, they get into a boat. All right, so they get into a boat. They go into the Sea of Galilee. They're planning to cross the Sea of Galilee. And you can picture the Sea of Galilee is just a, it's like a large freshwater lake. Think about like a small great lake. It's something like that, okay? So they get in this boat. They're in search of peace and quiet. But as so often happens in our lives, they were interrupted by a storm. So we're going to look at this story from the Gospel of Mark. And in Mark chapter 4 in the New Testament, now, now this is a longer passage, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I want you to follow along. It's going to be on the screens. It's in your outline. If you're watching online, you'll be able to see it on the screen there as well. I'm going to read some, and then I'm going to interject some stuff as we're reading through this. So beginning in Mark chapter 4, verse 36, again, it's here, it's here on your outline. You can follow along. You can follow along. I guess it's going to be behind me up here on the screen. It says this. So they, they took Jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking in the boat, and it began to fill with water. Now pause there for a second because I want, I want you to see that they were not expecting the storm. It's not like they went out on the sea and they're looking and going, oh, 
you know, it's a bad day to be on the sea. No, they weren't expecting this storm. The disciples were caught completely off guard. So water's filling the boat. They're legitimately scared at this point. They, they're thinking we're going to drown. This is it. It's over. Verse 38. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Now pause again because I just want you to kind of picture the absurdity of the scene for these disciples. Right? They're freaking out. It's pouring down rain. There's no cover. There's possibly lightning happening. They're about to go under and Jesus is taking a nap. He's chilling. He's like, I'm good. Now, the disciples didn't take this very well. And look how it continues. So the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? So let me ask you this. Do you ever feel that way? That you're in the middle of a storm and it feels like you're going to drown and you think to yourself, Man, where are you, Jesus? I'm just going through some stuff. I'm in the middle of the storm. Why, why don't you take it away? Don't you love me? Don't you care? You told me you care. But my life is falling apart. And I don't, I don't know where are you. Why don't you help me? And I'm sure at this moment, it's probably somewhat of what the disciples were feeling. Like, Jesus, what, what are you doing? Then verse 39, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence! Be still. And suddenly the wind stopped. And there's a great calm. See, what we have to remember is that Jesus is the creator. He owns all of this. He holds all things together. And not just this storm that we're reading about, but every storm is under his control. Every single storm. So he says, silence. Be still. In verse 40, then he asked them, why... Are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And then it says the disciples were absolutely terrified. Now, I love this because initially the disciples, they were terrified of the storm. That's what they were terrified of. Now, after they saw Jesus calm the storm, they were terrified of Jesus because they're like, who is this man? What, what, is, what is going on? And that's what he said. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Now, this is an incredible miracle, but there's something much deeper happening here besides Jesus just making the wind and the rain stop. Jesus here is proving that he is in complete control over all creation, not just the weather. That's what he's showing us. And that he can calm not just a rainstorm that we see in this story, but he can calm any spiritual storm that you may be in. He can calm any emotional storm that you may be going through. Any health storm, he can calm it. Any financial storm, any relational storm, any storm that you're facing. You know, maybe it's a storm of a sudden miscarriage, the storm of losing someone that you loved very much, the storm of cancer, that was unexpected. The storm of a lost dream or the storm of a lost job. Whatever the storm is that you are going through right now, that you find yourself in right now, whatever fear that you have, listen, just as Jesus was in control of this storm on the Sea of Galilee, 
you can trust that Jesus is in control of your storm. Whatever that storm is that you might be going through. And I believe because of what he tells us, if you trust him, he will replace your fear with peace. And he will calm your fears. That's what he tells us he will do. And so if you look back in your outline from this story in Mark, what I want to do today is I want us to, to learn how we can experience God's peace in the midst of whatever storm that we're going to go through. How do I exchange my fear for God's peace in the middle of the storm? Because it's much easier to say I can do that than to actually do it. So how do I exchange my fear for God's peace in the middle of a storm? Well, here's the first way. I'm going to give you some practical things to do. And if you want to write this down, number one, acknowledge that life is full of storms. This is the first step. If I want to have peace, I first must acknowledge that life is going to be full of storms. It just is. This is life. This is earth. And I want to be clear as I start this out that just because when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, that doesn't mean that storms aren't going to come into your life. And I'm sorry if somebody told you that because that's not the truth. Storms are going to come into your life. Or that trusting in Jesus that, or that life is going to work out the way that we want it to. That it's going to be easy. Because that's not how life works. The hard truth is your life is going to be filled with storms. And this isn't to try to be negative and be a downer. It's just the reality of life. That life, we have to acknowledge that there are going to be storms in our lives. Sometimes we're going to face a storm because of the bad decisions that we made. I made a bad decision and that, that's the storm that I'm facing. Or sometimes you're going to face a storm because of a bad decision that somebody else made. Sometimes we're going to face storms on the earth just because we live in a broken and fallen world. And sometimes we're going to face a storm or God's going to let you go through a storm because he wants to teach you something. He wants to grow you or he wants to prepare you because he knows what's coming up for you. And so he's trying to get you ready because he knows if I don't get you ready now, you'll never be ready for that. So he's preparing for what's going to be coming up in your life. So here's my challenge to you. Stop. We have to really stop going through life expecting that our lives are going to be storm-free. Because they're not. Again, I know, now I feel like I'm just, y'all are like, man, can I just go home? You, right? No, but it's, it's, it's the reality that we can't just walk through life thinking everything is always going to be roses and, you know, everything's so good. The, the reality is life is going to be full of storms and we have to get on not be in a place where we think that life is always just going to be storm free because we know that's not reality. God's and, and here's the thing with this. God's peace doesn't come from the absence of storms. Right. It comes from knowing that no matter what we go through, big things or small things, that Jesus is with us always and he's always in control. That's what we have to know. And I don't want you to miss that. Jesus' peace does not come from the absence of storms. It comes from knowing that he's in control when the storm comes. And we just acknowledge that the storms will come. I mean, look, nobody wants to go through storms of life. 
None of us do. It's not like we wake up one day and just go, hey, I hope I have a storm in my life today. This is the day. No, we want our lives to be problem free, don't we? We want everything to work out exactly like we planned it to. But the storms of life seem to always interrupt our wants, don't they? Always. Even for Jesus and his disciples. So let's go back to our story. Look at Mark chapter 4, verse 37. Remember, Jesus is he's trying to find peace, too, because he's exhausted. He's been teaching. He wants to get some rest. He's trying to find peace. And that's when a storm hits. It also hits him. He's also in the boat. It says, but soon a fierce storm came up, high waves, we're breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Now, I love narrative-type stories because I feel like you can like, really put yourself in the scene and like, see what's going on. So just for a moment, put yourself in the boat with these disciples. And, and you know that the disciples have been with Jesus for quite a while, and they've seen him do some incredible miracles. They know his power, and they should know, I mean, in their minds, they should know that as long as I'm with Jesus, everything's going to be okay. But they don't. It happens, even to them, who are with Jesus all the time. A fierce storm comes out of nowhere, and this isn't just this uh, soft rain shower. It's a dangerous, life-threatening storm. They're thinking they're going to sink. They're legitimately scared. And that's how it is often in life, that when the storms come in, they're completely unexpected. Completely. You know, you go to the doctor and you think that, oh, man, I just have this, I had this, you know, this whatever, and you find out that you have this, and you're like, how did, how did this go to this when I thought it was just this little thing? Unexpected. They're not expected. They don't give us a warning. They don't give you time to prepare. They really, they come out of nowhere. I mean, it's like, you didn't expect to lose your job when you walk into work Monday morning. But bam, there, lost a job. Unexpected storm. And just like the disciples in the boat, when these things happen, we are caught in an unexpected storm in our life. Which then, what does it do? It, it casts us into chaos and panic and fear and worry. And we can't sleep. And that's why the only way that we're going to experience peace in the middle of life's storms is to acknowledge that the storms are going to come. They're going to come. That's not being negative and that's not like doomsday. It's just reality that there will be storms in my life. Again, this is earth that, that happens. And look, even when we're following Jesus, when we're doing all the right things, you know, because that's what we say sometimes. I've been doing all the right things. I've been doing all this that I'm supposed to do. But the reality is, even when we're following Jesus and we're doing all the right things, the storms are still going to hit. And at times they're going to hit hard. And again, if just because you think that you're a Christian or just because you're doing things right or that you think if you do those things that your life is going to be easier and that you're going to have less problems. It, you may have some less problems than the guy who's like always robbing the store. Yeah, he's going to have problems. And so doing the right thing is going to keep you from some problems. But we might be surprised at what Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 33. Look at what he says. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. What does he say here? 
Here on the earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. That's Jesus. We're going to, here on this earth, we will have many trials and sorrows. But, but here's what he tells us. This is Jesus. But take heart, because I've overcome the world. Jesus is crystal clear here in this life that we're going to face trials. We're going to face struggles. We're going to face storms. You're going to find yourself in a small boat in a big sea, in the middle of a fierce storm at some point. But the good news is, is we do not have to face these storms alone. Jesus says, look, no matter how big your storm is, I'm bigger. No matter how powerful this storm is in your life right now, I am way more powerful. Just don't pretend that life isn't going to be hard at times, because it will be. It will be hard, but take heart. Because Jesus has already overcome all of this. And he will help us overcome any storm that we're going through. So that's our first step. If I want to exchange my fear for God's peace, I must acknowledge that life, there are going to be storms on the horizon. If you're not in a storm now, there will be a storm at some point. It just happens. But here's the second way. If I want to if I want to exchange my fear for God's peace, the second way is this, and you can write this in, is believe that Jesus is in control of my storms. You know, I'm acknowledging there's going to be storms in life, but here's the great thing, is I'm going to believe that Jesus is in control of my storms. Whatever storm may come my way, he's in complete control. And I believe this is key, because the only way that we're ever going to experience peace and calm in a storm is to believe that Jesus is in complete control of that storm. And you know in our story, the disciples, they're freaking out, right? They think they're going to drown. But I want you to look at Jesus' response. Mark 4, 39, it says this. It says, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped. And there was a great calm. Three words. Silence, be still. That's all it took. For Jesus to calm a deadly storm, speaking three words. That's it. That's, this is Jesus. That's the power that he possesses and commands. He can bring peace to any situation in your life. Any, he can calm any storm. He can bring any order to any chaos. You know, it's interesting when you look at that verse. Jesus is clearly speaking directly to the storm. And we know that because he tells it to, you know, silence, be still. But I often wonder, too, if he's not also talking directly to the disciples as well. Because the same power that calmed the storm calmed their hearts. I mean, they were like, whoa, they weren't afraid of that anymore. They're afraid of who is this man? but he calmed their hearts right at the same time. You see, when we become followers of Jesus, we enter in, we have the privilege to enter into a daily life-giving relationship with God. Well, guess what? We get to talk with the Creator every day, at any moment, at any time, no matter what we're going through. This is an amazing relationship that we are privileged to have. We can experience His love and His peace and his power, and his freedom. Yet, almost without fail, I don't know about you, but a lot of times it happens with me, whenever the waves come crashing in, fear sets right in. 
and we forget this. It's when we forget that Jesus is in control. That's when we forget it. We forget that he's the Lord over every storm. Look, it's easy to believe that Jesus is in control when life is great, when there is no storm, when everything is calm, when everything is going your way. But can you believe that Jesus is in control when the storm hits and the waves are crashing in and you feel like you're sinking? Then can you believe? So right now, maybe you sitting here or watching, maybe you're in the middle of the storm, okay? You came in here, you're in this storm. So here's what I want you to do. Even if you're watching online, can you just with me right now, emotionally and spiritually, can you just for a moment, just hit pause, okay? And can you take a deep breath? Just do this. If this is you, seriously, just hit pause. Let's take a deep breath. And can you really believe that Jesus is in control of your situation? Because he is. And I believe, not because of what I think or what I say, but because of what Jesus says, if you can do that in the midst of your worst storm, if you can just hit pause, take a deep breath, and believe that Jesus is in control of my storm, then you can experience a peace and a calm and a security that is going to mystify everyone around you who's freaking out because of the storm that you're going through. Because listen, it is not, and you might have heard this before, it's not the size of the storm that matters, it's the size of our God that we believe in. I'm going to say it again. It's not the storm, it doesn't matter how big that storm is, that doesn't matter. It's the size of our God that we believe in that matters. Proverbs 10.25 says it this way, When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. So I'm going to ask you this. When you're in a storm, what's your foundation? What are you relying on? Is it Jesus? Listen, the storm that you're going through right now didn't catch God by surprise at all. He knows everything that you're going through. In fact, he knows everything that's going to happen to you tomorrow. He knows everything that's going to happen to you next week, next month, next year, 10 years from now. He knows. He knows how to bring you through every storm that you're going to face. But this is what we need to remember. Not every storm is going to instantly calm. It's just not. Not every storm is going to go away really quickly because that's what we want, right? We want it to be over. Like, come on, I need to figure this out. Learn what I'm going to learn because I need to get out of here. Um, Not every storm is going to be over that, that fast. This is where we really need to believe in and lean into the promises that Jesus gives us more than ever before. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6 says this, For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. Like we don't have to be afraid because God says when, when we believe in him, it's his promise. He'll never leave us. That's a promise. He will never abandon you. You might feel abandoned in the storm, but he promises I'm here with you in the storm. 
And by the way, one of the ways that we can express this belief that Jesus is in control in the midst of our storm is what's next in your outline. If you want to write this down, if you're taking notes, is this. I call out to Jesus during my storms. I'm going to call out to Jesus during my storms. I'm going to acknowledge that life is full of storms. I'm going to believe that Jesus then is in control of the storms that are going to come. And the third is I'm going to call out to Jesus during my storms. You see, when the storms of life come, I don't know about you, but for me, often, instinctually, is to then try to take this, whatever's going on, into my own hands, and I'm going to try to fix it. Or if there's a storm in my family, my immediate thing is that I want to try to fix it, because I'm a fixer. That's what I feel like I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to fix it. I want to get to safety, and I say, I've got this. Instead of saying what I should have said, Jesus, will you get this? Because I don't know that I can. Do you do that? But as soon as the storm hits, I want you to notice then what the disciples did. Now they're struggling with faith right here, but they did the right thing. Look at what happens, Mark 4:38. Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? They're like, the wind is blowing, hello, the waves are crashing, the boat is sinking. We don't have enough buckets to get this water out of here. What are we going to do? And in desperation, they were like, Jesus, don't you even care about us? Don't you care that we're going to drown? And again, that's how it can feel sometimes in storms, right? When you're going through a storm, it can feel lonely. It can feel like God does not even care what I'm going through right now. I must not care. God, look at what's happening in my life. My life is falling apart and it doesn't seem like you even care about me. You're not doing anything to help me get through this storm. How are you letting this happen? So here's what I, here, here's what I want you to get. You know, it's okay to get mad at God. Yeah, you can get mad at God. It's okay to question God. He's God. Trust me, he's big enough. He can handle whatever you're going to throw at him. But here's the key. The key is to call out to him with whatever that is, whether you're calling out to him in anger or desperation or praise or confusion, whatever the motivation, call out to him. You see, sometimes that's why I believe we get stuck in storms in life. Because instead of calling out to Jesus, we take matters into our own hands and we try to fix the situation. We try to numb the pain ourselves. And what happens is we usually discover that we're just driving ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into the storm, creating more anxiety, creating more fear, more worry, more doubt, moving away from God's peace. Now listen, no matter, I want you to know this, no matter how deep you are in a storm right now, whatever that may be, no matter how far away God may feel or you may feel from God, you can always call out to Jesus. Always. It's never too late. He's not more than one step away, away from you. You just have to call out. So I'm going to ask you a personal question. Where do you normally turn to first when the storms of life hit? Just think about it. If you're not in a storm, when the last storm you went through, where do you go? 
What is your instinct to turn to? Do you try to navigate the storm yourself as much as possible? I think a lot of times as guys, that's what we try to do. We try to just navigate it and make it and fix it and don't let it be too many ripples and waves for everybody else. Do you usually try to just bear it and endure it yourself? Or do you start drinking? Do you turn to alcohol or drugs to try to numb the pain as a distraction? Who do you call out for help and strength when the storm hits? In Philippians chapter 4, beginning in verse 6, this is um, some verses I shared not too long ago, some great verses. The Apostle Paul tells us exactly what we should do. He says, he says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. And then you'll experience God's what? Peace. A peace which exceeds anything that we can understand. You see, that's the thing about it. It's like it doesn't make sense. It exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So Paul doesn't say that you're not going to have storms. He says that God will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding in the storm. So how do I exchange my fear for God's peace during a storm? First, again, I acknowledge that life is full of storms. I believe then if there's going to be storms in life that Jesus is in control of the storms. I'm going to call out to Jesus during those storms. And then this, this final one, if you want to write this in, is I don't forget that Jesus is with me in the storms. Because See, we can get lost in this. So I don't forget that Jesus is with me while I'm in this storm. He is always with you in your storm. And that's why when you're in the middle of the wind and the waves, here's one of the best things that you can do is to think back. Think back to your past. Think back to a time where you were in the middle of a storm and God brought you through that storm. That's why journaling is great. Having a notebook, writing stuff down so you can go back and remember these things. And you remember how Jesus was with you then and how you got through that storm. Because when you can look back at all the times that God was there with you in the past, it will give you assurance that he's there with you in the present. Look at Psalm 77:11. The psalmist says this, But I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. See, it's important that we remember the times that God came through for us in the past. Even, even the storms that were really, really bad. God never let you down, did he? He was there. He came through. And you're here today. So let those memories remind you right now that he's always going to be with you. You think about those things from the past. You know, Jesus was with his disciples in this storm, and I bet we can be sure that they never forgot about this moment with him, that they thought their life was over. Jesus is taking a nap. He says three words, and it's all done. They never forgot that night on the, in that boat in the Sea of Galilee how Jesus calmed this storm and calmed them. All at the same time. It, I, I promise, because if that happened to me, it would never leave my mind. But they would need that. They would need this reminder of how Jesus calmed, calmed the wind and the waves in the boat because it was going to help them to face some bigger storms that were going to come later on for them. 
Because after Jesus was crucified, they were given the task to go and spread the gospel to the world. And many of them died um, sharing their faith. But they would never forget that Jesus was with them during that storm. You see, remembering Jesus' presence in the past brings peace in the present. I'm going to say that again. Remembering Jesus' presence in the past, he was here with me here. He helped me through this here. I know he's going to get me through this here. Remembering Jesus' presence in the past brings peace in the present. Listen, don't ever forget when you are facing a storm in life and everything seems to be completely out of control that God is always in complete control. Was God, was Jesus in control when he was asleep on that cushion? Oh, he had it all under control. That's why he was sleeping. He was not worried about a thing. Not worried about a thing. He, he responded to their lack of faith or whatever it was, right? He was good. So, Just like them, he can see you through whatever your storm. And maybe Jesus is just taking a nap right now. But you're going to be okay. Right? He'll see you through it. He can replace your fear with peace. Again, look, I don't know what storm you may be facing. And I'm not trying to minimize or make any jokes about storms because storms are, are bad. I remember when my mom, she had beat cancer 15 years she was her doctors like the go-to it was ovarian cancer they looked at her and she was the poster child for her doctor she was the only one that had survived of all his patients 15 years she got in when she was 50 55 years old ovarian cancer thought good to go he thought good to go you're good to go Out of the blue in 2019, she starts developing a little bit of a cough. I mean, at that point, you know, they remove everything. It's all gone. She starts developing a cough and and thought, okay, she just had a cold. Um, By Christmas time of 2019, not feeling good at all. She goes to the emergency room. They take some fluid from her lungs. Cancer had come back. Fifteen years later, storm hits. Like mad. So my mom was, they said that it was back in January of 2020. My mom passed by March. Storms, they hit. They hit hard. They hit fast, out of nowhere, not expected. But here's what I know in that storm is that he replaced my fear with peace. Because I know that he's still in control. And the whole time. So I don't know what storm that you're facing right now. I don't know what might be around the corner, what's going to come, you know, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. But trust me, a storm will come when you least expect it. That's how it happens. It'll be in your future. But listen, we can never let the storms of life rob us of joy or paralyze us with fear. Because why? Because Jesus is in control. He's got this. I don't have to. Remember, Jesus is the one that holds all things together. He's the one that gives all things purpose. And there's no storm or will, um, 
that has ever existed or will ever exist that's too big for him. And so as I end today, if you're a follower of Jesus, he wants you to take hold of the gift that's always been available to you. That's the gift of peace. The gift of freedom and peace. No matter what your circumstance is in life. Now for some of you though, receiving this peace that only Jesus can offer begins by making the decision to surrender your life to Jesus for the very first time. Maybe for you, you know, till this point in your life, you've been trying to do things your own way. You've been trying to manage your and navigate the storms of life yourself. And it's left you with fear and worry and uncertainty and no peace. But if you're ready to experience God's peace in this life, as well as eternal security, this is your moment. This is your time to say yes to Jesus and make him the Lord and the leader of your life. I'm going to give you a chance to do that in just a moment. But let's close by reading this final promise from Jesus. It's found in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. We're going to read this together aloud, okay? I'm going to, I'm going to count from three down. Here we go. Three, two, one. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. You should memorize that verse and carry it with you every single day. Would you bow your heads with me right now as we just take a few minutes to pray? Just, just really take this time. Even if you're someone like, yeah, you know, maybe you're new to this and you're like, I don't really pray, I don't bow. Just, just take this time for just a moment. Humor me. Let this be a time between you and God, really. Whether you're, even if you're watching online, just get rid of some distractions right now. And just pray. Father, we come before you today. And we confess that sometimes we forget that you are the creator. That you are the one who's in control of everything, including the storm that I'm in the middle of right now. Forgive me, Father, for my lack of faith. God, forgive us all for our lack of faith at times. Here's what I want you to do, what I want to ask you to do right now. Whatever storm that you're going through right now, whatever difficulty you have, whatever you're worrying about when you walked into this service today, would you take it right now and would you say, Here, Jesus, this is yours. I don't want it anymore. Would you allow Jesus to say, Silence, be still over whatever storm you're going through? Will you trust and believe? I mean, really believe in your heart that He is in control. And that he's not going to let you down. If you can do that, I promise this morning, you'll experience a peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, thank you that you love us. And that you won't leave us in the storm. That you're there with us and you will bring us through. Thank you. Now I want to pray for those who may be here today or you're watching. And you've never had a relationship with, with God through his son Jesus. Maybe that's you. And you've been living your life on your own. And you're drowning right now. And the waves are crashing in. And you feel like your life is just sinking. But here, here's the thing. You don't have to do this alone. Jesus wants to be here with you. He wants to calm your fears. He wants to replace your fear with his peace. And if you'll just reach out your hand. Just reach out your hand. He will grab it. 
Just say, God, please forgive me for trying to do life on my own. Sorry for sinning against you. Sorry for sinning against others. I'm so sorry. But I believe, Jesus, that as much as I understand, as much as I know, I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again. And you did that for me. And today I'm choosing to follow you. Come into my life. Help me to have this peace that we're talking about this morning. Father, please give us all now the strength to reach out to you so that we may live with your peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, it's Maligan. Everything we've been learning about Jesus in this series can help us overcome every fear and live in the peace of God that is beyond understanding. Have a great weekend. See ya.